This is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. This video is from a couple of years ago, but I wanted to show it to you to talk about this concept of evolutionary minor changes that may be impacting our bees to the good and maybe to the not so good. So I started thinking the other day when I was watching my bees that probably it's one bee year equals 500 human years. And what I'm going to do in this podcast is tell you what I mean by that and how it may help or hurt our bees. So if you're listening to this, you might want to go to the YouTube channel so you can watch the video. And basically, it's a video where I'm right at an entrance. And you can see in this case, the bees are choosing to go into the entrance with their pollen and obviously nectar into the sort of the small area between the hive and the entrance reducer. And no one's really coming in. The odd bee is coming in. Some are coming out of the actual entrance that's there. So the question is, why would the bees be doing that? When I first presented this about two years ago, I bounced it off an expert because my opinion at the time was this was because the bees had learned that by rubbing against the uh, sort of the tight squeeze to get in, it's helping them eliminate should they have any mites or other, you know, parasites on them from visiting other uh, flowers that bees may have been or whatever it may be. But it seemed like it was an adaptation for the bees that aided in their survival. Now, it's not just one thing that fixes things. It's not just one adaptation. But I was surprised to learn when I, when I got into looking at our human existence, I said, okay, uh, one uh, bee generation, a human generation is, let's say, 75 years. A honeybee generation is anywhere from four to six weeks in the summer, give or take. And let's assume that in a year, if you add in the winter bees and all the other possible variations, we have approximately six generations to seven generations of bees. Um, and I, I think it's probably approaching seven with what we know what's happening. And I think that if you look at the seven generations of human existence, which is almost 500 years, you'd say, well, it's so big deal. Humans haven't changed over 500 years. Well, yes, they have. And I'll give you one simple example, how we physically have changed through the evolutionary process in 500 years. And that is something called the median artery. It's, and I'm just quoting from an article by Lucas and others uh, that was published in 2020. And I'll quote, the median artery has been considered an embryonic structure, which normally regresses around the eighth week of gestation. However, various prevalences have been reported in adults since the 18th century. Now, what these researchers discovered that the prevalence rate has increased significantly over time. So that now it looks like 33 to 35% of us have this median artery, where even just a couple hundred years ago, it was less, significantly less than 20%. It was rare. Now, I won't get into all the details of human biology and why we may need this and how it's helping us, but it seems that more people are surviving who have this artery than those who are not, and they're passing on that trait to their offspring.
And they're saying, and this is the closing piece, when the median artery prevalence reaches 50% or more, it should not be considered as a variant, but as a normal human structure. So if we look at bees, let's accept for a minute that one bee year equals 500 human years. It's reasonable to assume that the variations that we see in bees to fight mites is something that will happen fairly quickly it could even obviously happen in 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 one season or one year in a beehive so this is why i believe it's very important to look at this and say okay if we leave the bees alone in the darwinian uh, black box technique or the um, other strategies out there to raise bees in a treatment-free way would it not make sense that over the course of seven generations should those bees survive that have adapted and developed variants to handle mites and this is what the science tells us is happening it would make sense that if we take that over the course of four to five years which is is thought to be the time necessary to create a true local strain of bees that are able to survive without any form of treatment for mites we would be looking at 28 generations approximately of bees which is equivalent to well over 1500 years of human life. So and it's clear that we're adapting, we're, we're evolving and, and from abnormal strains to what they're now calling normal strains, once 50% of us, for example, have that median artery. And if you believe that, then the next question is what percent of bees that survive tell us that, okay, that's it, put the mites aside, we now have bees that have the traits necessary to survive this parasite. I'm not sure, but I think it's, it's important to remember the power of each generation, because here, let me just summarize what we know. We know that honeybees pass on change in behavior that becomes part of their neuroplasticity or their change in brain, their change in DNA, which they can then transfer to the next generation through food. It is what happens with royal jelly. We also believe it is what happens when the bees bring the honey back from uh, the flowers and, and when they also create bee bread. So that has been sort of proven in science and I'm, it's, it's, it's very complex. I hardly understand any of the formulas or anything, but just to say that's been there. We know that. The bees also, so if you take that piece, the important link is the neuroplasticity or the change in the brain because of behavior. So let's just say a bee learns, let's pretend in our video here, a bee learns that going in to a hive that has that tight squeeze is something that helps them, then the, the argument would be they're more likely to survive and so the bees with that trait will become more prevalent or over 50% of the bees, and that trait will then get passed on on a normal basis, just like the uh, median artery in humans. So I think it's important to, to understand the power of one year of a beehive, or one generational year of a bee, we call it, um, one year of a bee, which equals 500 human years. So think about that, please, and, and, and think about... Now remember, this was a, a very simple kind of thing, 
where the bees were going into that space, rubbing against it. You could see they had chewed some spots open. The experts tell me it has nothing to do with mites because mites are located on different parts of the body, X, Y, Z, all that stuff. But you know what? We don't know. I don't know. We do know the um, behavior of pulling out sick drones or drones or other bees that have a great deal of uh, infestation of mites is a healthy behavior that bees adapt. And that may be one that we're going to see. And we, we've seen this for the last three years, but we're seeing more and more of it on the farm. And this may be, may be another variation, a genetic variation that's been passed on through neuroplasticity that will help our bees survive. So I'm Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. Remember, one bee year equals 500 human years. Think about that. And I'd love to hear your feedback. Have an amazing day. To learn more about how honeybees can help you in your investing and personal life, go to investlikeahoneybee.com. There you'll learn how listening to the honeybees helped us in so many ways and can help you. Investlikeahoneybee.com.